Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Holy shit. We're live in New York City with the I Am Rappaport podcast. This is Michael Rappaport, and we're getting ready to do it right now. You act crazy, you do some dumb shit, you get the wig up, please. <laughs> yes. And hey, yo, we're keeping our eyes open for them people wilding out. Wigger, please, is what we scream and shout. You better act right before we put your shit on blast. Do yourself a favor, try to have a little class. Cause Mike Rappaport ain't having it. So save yourself from the embarrassment. Think before you talk or just keep your mouth shut. Cause this is I Am Rappaport and we don't give a what. So if you lose your cool, you get Wigger, please. If you acting a fool, you get a Wigger, please. If you wildin' like an idiot, Wigger, please. If you acting all ignorant, you get a Wigger, please. If you don't listen to this new shit, you get a Wigger, please. And if you do something stupid, you get a Wigger, please. What the fuck? What all right, the fuck this is Michael Rappaport. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast. I got the co-host with the most. He's back from his world excursion in Thailand. Yeah. Mr. G. Moody. What it, what it be like, yo? G. Monetti. That's right. He's been away. He's been in Thailand. Chasing the lady boys. No. In Thailand, doing it big time over there. Chasing them big wrist, pretty chicks <laughs> with the big wrists and, 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 and the thick necks. No. Over there in Thailand. 
Listen, this is the I Am Rappaport podcast. We're getting into it. I got a couple of things I'm just going to jump into. First and foremost, I feel like we are on the cutting edge of pop culture. Although we are a podcast that doesn't fact check. Although we are a a podcast that doesn't really involve ourselves with a lot of pop culture. We keep getting it fucking right. We predicted, we, we urged Justin Bieber to cut the fucking bullshit. And then, boom, 10 days later. He gave himself up. He gave himself up. <laughs> said I wasn't being myself. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. We went in hard on Mr. Russell. Went in hard on him. We said, cut your shit. We said, fix your fucking crop. Nothing wrong with that. We said... <laughs> You're the greatest basketball player ever, unquote. That's what people call you. You should look like it. 2015 NBA All-Star Game here in New York City. I'm walking through the tunnel. Who the fuck do I see but Bill Russell? And is he groomed? Fuck yeah. Yeah. So the word is getting out. Absolutely. The word is getting out. When we say something here at the Iron Rapport podcast, take heed to it. Just a few weeks ago, I was watching the fucking Grammys, and I had many complaints. And one of my main complaints, you could look it up, and it was really in her best interest, was Madonna. I said after her Grammy performance, which for me was shit, she was rolling around the fucking stage (laughs) like on some Liza Minnelli Broke dick, shit. The song was whack. She wasn't singing Lucky Star. She wasn't singing Like a Virgin. And she, I'm not saying she shouldn't do new music, but if you're going to do new music, come with that heat. Come with that fire. And I said, you're too old, and you're going to fucking hurt yourself. I said it. Listen to the episode. Listen to the episodes. Like two or three episodes ago, I discussed the Grammys. Look it up on the IamRapport.com or iTunes. You can look it up on the corner. They sell bootleg copies of the I Am Rapport podcast. If you, if you want to fucking get one, get one. I, I don't care how you get it. But just know that I urged Madonna to cut the shit. I urged Madonna to stop fucking around. And I urged Madonna to start acting and performing her age. She didn't fucking listen. So, Gerald, do you know what happened to her this week? I heard she fell off the fucking stage. She was performing at the London Music Awards uh-huh. with a fucking cape on and, and no fucking pants. Like, a cape on and some fucking leotard shit. Damn. She was up there singing some bullshit. She wasn't singing, you know, Lucky Star. She wasn't singing no fly shit. And she fucking bust her ass. And fell off the fucking stage. Down a fucking flight of steps. Jesus. And her fucking dancers. They didn't miss a beat? They didn't miss a fucking beat. They, 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 they picked her up and fucking threw her back on stage. Because the fucking show must go on. And Madonna's a pro. Yeah. She's a, a world, one of the biggest stars ever. She kept going. But I know when she got the fuck backstage, she fucking black and blue. And her fucking spine was tingling. 
And, and I know because she's so pale and she's done so many things to her skin and her body that the bruising had to be really bad. Yeah. And I had said, cut the shit, Madonna. Cut the shit. You're fucking pushing 60. You look great for someone that's pushing 60. Right. You look great for someone that's hopped up on Kabbalah and whatever the fuck else kind of Lexapro and I don't know what kind of estrogen and what are they shooting to their face? They're doing all kinds of shit Botox. Now. Allegedly. She looks like that. Allegedly. You got to say allegedly. Yeah. Because we don't fact check. I don't know if this shit is real or not. But I said cut the shit. She bust her ass. She was wearing a, a Chanel cape. And she was like, oh, Chanel or it Versace. It didn't save your ass. It didn't save your ass. You didn't fly with that fucking cape on. <laughs> you fucking fell backwards Gravity. Hard. They should call that shit gravity. Yeah, gravity. You should, your next song should be called Gravity, Madonna. <laughs> Word. Now, speaking of Chanel, who I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about Versace. I don't give a fuck about Louis Vuitton. I don't give a fuck about Ralph Lauren and Polo or any of that fucking shit. I don't give a fuck. The rat's ass. I could give two shits. I'm in New York this week. And I am walking around. It's fucking 15 degrees. There's black ice, piss-riddled snow, slush, and it's brick cold. You think I give a fuck or anybody in this city is walking around on some fly shit? No. You're not walking around the streets of Chicago, Boston, fucking Missouri, fucking Detroit, mm -hmm. thinking about fashion. You're, you're not walking around in the winter thinking about trying to look good. You know what you're thinking about? Trying to get the fuck where you need to get to and, with, and not trying to bust your ass on that fucking snow. And that black ice and that fucking piss riddled slush. Yes. So all this fashion shit, all this this fashion shit, it doesn't mean shit. And I'm not even talking about to the higher up. I'm talking about from the middle class or the upper middle class down. Down. It don't mean nobody nothing. gives a fuck about that bullshit. I'm yep. so tired of this fashionista bullshit. This fucking mentions of fashion. It means fucking nothing to anybody. Word. You're spending five G's on fucking bags and fucking five G's on fucking leather jackets and fur. I don't even know what it is. I don't follow it. I, I, it makes no sense to me. Word up. It makes no sense to me, fashion shit. Which brings me to Kanye West yet again. Yet a fucking again. I saw this interview that he did with this guy on the BBC, Zach Lowe, or something like that. And he's talking to Kanye West like he's speaking to fucking Gandhi. He, he, he's acting like he's speaking to a dignitary of world peace and, and, and saving the world. This guy, <laughs> this guy named Zane Lowe, who I don't know who the fuck he is. He comes off like a dick rider who's interviewing Martin Luther King. Or fucking Malcolm X or fucking Thomas Edison. Right. He thinks he's, he's talking to somebody really. He's like, he says, I'm sitting down here with, Mark you, with Kanye West. I'm with Mark Twain. <laughs> and um, we're going to discuss uh, uh, your new play, uh, Shakespeare. Um, and and this, it's very important. And he's got a British accent. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Right. I, I got to be honest. I'm a little... I'm a little prejudiced against British accents in general. It always comes off a little 
hoity toity, right? Hoity toity. And, and, and he's sitting, he's sitting there and he's talking and it's like very serious. And he's like, I, I wanted to get into this today about you um and 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 they go into the interview and he's he said you've been having your your feelings about passions about your fashion and kanye just released his fucking his fucking 350 dollar yeezys or yeezuses these adidas boots boots star trek boots yeah look like space shit let's say you spent 350 dollars on some kanye boots let's just say it okay okay and you're in new york in the winter can you walk around in them shits right now? No. Because you'll bust your ass, number one. Number two, you spent $350 on them. Why the fuck are you going to walk around the sleet, the slush? Yeah. The piss-riddled snow in a pair of fucking moon boots. Some 2001 Space Odyssey fucking moon boots. Yeah. It them does. shits is whack. Yeah. Yo, fuck the dumb shit. Those fucking Kanye West boots, whack, yeah. them shits are straight whack. They look I don't, whack. They look whack. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if they're exclusive. I don't give a fuck if there's only X amount made. And you know what? I'm walking around New York City. I don't see one motherfucking person wearing them because they're not functional. Yeah. Kanye West is from Chicago. The windy city. The fucking winters are brutal out there. They're fucking like their winter starts October and it goes to the fucking end of April. No fucking bodies wearing them bullshits out there. Who the fuck wants to spend three hundred fifty dollars on some shits you can't play ball in, you can't climb a mountain in, you can't stomp a mud hole in someone's ass in. They're not Timberland boots. You can't do construction in them. What the fuck are they for? So you're exclusive from the rest of the people. And he's sitting there and he goes on to talk about he's name dropping people I never heard of in the fashion world. I always wanted the resources of LVMH caring. This one. Okay, so Louise Wilson. This one. Phoebe Philos. This one. Christopher Cage. This one. Elbra Alves. I'm looking at a 12. That's the designer, the designer mm-hmm. Lombon. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know who these people are. You know who these people are? Hell fucking no. Not only do I not know who they are, I don't give a fuck about any of this fashion shit. Who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Who are you talking about? This motherfucker. Yo, you know what you need to do? Go to your record collection and dig in them fucking crates and make some fucking beats, beats and do that shit. You, you, yo, you're talking about your 21 Grammys? You have 21 Grammys. He has 21 Grammys? 21 Grammys. Wow. You know how many Marvin Gaye has? I think he has two. So you're more prolific than Marvin Gaye. Your music is more important. You're, 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 you're better than Marvin Gaye. Taylor Swift has more fucking Grammys than oh, Marvin Gaye. Oh, man, Jesus. Fuck these Grammys. Yo. Fuck these Grammys. These Grammys don't mean shit. I know you can say, well, Mike, you don't make the... Fuck these Grammys, man. Who gives a fuck about a goddamn Grammy? I don't give a fuck about the Grammys. I don't give a fuck about any of that fashion shit. Kanye West is spawned from hip-hop. And I know motherfuckers in hip-hop, they talk about Gucci this and Gucci that. But, yo, you're taking it, you're taking it to some other shit. You, 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 you're conforming. He's like, the most proudest moment I had was his Adidas fashion show. But but I saw it. Yo, uh, Nike Nike said, yo, we're not fucking with you. So first of all, let's just keep it real. If you're gonna do something with a sports wear company, 
You want to fuck with Nike. He had some Nikes last year. They were all red, called Red Octobers or Red Dawns or Red something. I and ne- now they I never sell, heard about they it. Sell, and it's like a big deal. He's like so proud that they sell for $5,000 online. Who, could, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's a fucking winter. I'm not wearing $5,000 pair of sneakers. And people are like, I want them. I'm going to keep them. I'm going to sell them later. This fashion shit yeah. and this, these furs and, you know, and this, this jacket and that jacket. And, yo, the reality of motherfuckers are trying to fucking get to work and get the fuck back to work safe and warm. And warm. warm. Safe and warm. That's why they rock North Face. North Face. Right. Fucking American Giant. Yeah. Fucking hoodies. They don't, like, the motherfuckers aren't thinking about that shit on the train, on the bus, walking in the streets. And when it's 11 o'clock at night and it's brick cold yeah. out, you're not thinking about your fucking, who, who's this designer and he's the, the mold of this and the elements of the, yeah. fuck all that bullshit, man. How many feathers they got in the motherfucking coat? How many feathers do they got in the motherfucking coat? What, what's the goose count? When it's fucking nine below, I'm not thinking about all that fly yeah, shit. Yeah, come on, man. We when old. I, I fell in the snow this week. I fucking slipped and bust my ass. Wow. Now, if I was wearing some fucking shit and, and, and I'm laying down checking to make sure I didn't break my fucking hip or, or break my fucking wrist. Right, right. And I'm laying in a puddle of shit. I'm not thinking about all that fashion shit. So this is what my, my, my point is to Kanye. I fuck with you. I fuck with your music. I'm not with all this fashion shit. The majority of the fucking world is not with all this fashion shit. You know, this guy said everything I said would happen, happened. He thinks he's like on some other shit. Stop singing too, man. Who told you you could sing? Yo, who That's the, all I want to know. What, I, who told this motherfucker he could sing? I don't know who told him he could sing. Because that shit is terrible. Yo. Off note, off key. Singing is, is, stop. If you keep talking about the artistry and the art form, you're just fucking disrespecting singing. And you're disrespecting great singers. Right. Have John Legend, that's your man, have him come sing. Get Stevie Wonder in there to sing. That's like me, uh, uh, singing. Uh, Uh, Sing, sing, Gerald. Well, I went You sound like shit, yeah, man. No. Get the Sandman out here to fucking hook you off the stage. But who's telling him? Yeah, I that sounds good. You can't tell him shit. That's probably Bruce Jenner and the motherfuckers. Bruce Jenner's like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's great. Chris Jenner's like, yeah, it's great. It's about my granddaughter. And Bruce. You see, you see Paul McCartney, that song that he did with Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney didn't get on there. Paul McCartney was probably like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Oh, oh, he, got, he didn't get on? He didn't sing on there. He, he, he's not singing. It's just him. Oh. It's auto-tuned, and then he performed it live once with auto-tunes and once without. It sounded like a fucking shit show. That must be the shit I heard on the radio. Yeah, it's shit. My daughter, we were laughing at it. Your daughter, it's, it's shit. Yeah, it's shit. Paul McCartney was like, I'm not fucking, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? Paul should have said, yo, uh, I, ni- I nixed the deal. I'm not hey, fucking I, with this I, guy. I, listen, man, take yeah. my name off that fucking track. Yeah. I, this is bullshit. I'm not with this fashion shit. I'm, I'm, I'm so over it. And I don't, it has nothing to do with age. Ralph Lauren is a fucking 96. The guy's like a fucking a, a, a walking corpse. Right. So it has nothing to do with age. All that fashion shit. Or is it, it's for the, ha- the haves and the have-nots and... and, and and, and, and the fucking sneakers and the $300 jeans and all that bullshit, it is bullshit. It's whack. It's, it's fucking the most indicative, materialistic 
bullshit. It, it's the most. It, it's so for the haves and the the exclusives. You can only get them. They're exclusive. He said some bullshit about. Man, uh, listen. Where's this motherfucker from? Lakeshore Drive. He's from Chicago. Well, <laughs> he's from. He keeps. I'm from Chicago. Yeah. He says, "Oh, I'm from. Don't worry, I can get back on my Chicago shit." You're not fighting the paparazzi, which brought us to the other point. We said, TMZ, we're giving you the recommendation. If you want to shut down these belligerent actors, pop singers, you hire some ex-bloods, some ex-crips, some jail people that just got out of jail that are looking for a, a fucking... A come-up. A come-up and, 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 and looking to change their life. Do a background check on them. Give them a camera and then have them chase these fucking stars. You'll get every fucking interview you want. You won't have no problems. Halle Berry's husband, he's not gonna, he's not swinging on Shit. Dusto, who just got out of jail <laughs> for 13 years for armed robbery from, <laughs> from Missouri. Dusto, that's my new paparazzi, TMZ. I'm giving you a fucking tip. Give him a fucking job, TMZ. And these stars, Halle Berry's husband, he's not doing jack shit. Oh, he, he be swinging on Halle, Halle Berry's husband be wanting to fight paparazzi. Olivier Martinez. But I never understood. If you in, you, you, you a star, don't you want your pictures taken? No, or, not with my kids. Not with my kids. Oh, you don't, you don't determine it, motherfucker. You don't yeah, determine it. You you, now you want it, and now you don't. Right, fuck that. This part of the fucking business. I, uh, if somebody rushing me, I'll just drop the camera and be like, what? Right. What? Ain't right. no more pictures. Now we're going to square off. You should be a TMZ photographer. Yo, hook that up, Black. Yo, you would do that, right? I'd love to fight one of these motherfuckers. Yo, TMZ, we're looking to fucking employ ex-cons that are trying to turn their life around. We, we want to start a program with you. Yep. And TMZ, you will never have a fucking peep. Let the fucking ex-cons show up with their fucking... Their fucking jeans on their fucking knees and the fucking white t-shirt, three white, black, Spanish, all of them. Hire all different races of ex-criminals that want to improve their life and turn their life around. Kanye's not going to do shit. The OG endowment. Alec Baldwin, you'll never fucking hear. Not only will you never hear a peep. When the guy sticks the mic in Alec Baldwin's face, he's going to be like, hey, yo, Alec Baldwin, I got to ask you this question real quick. He's going to answer the fucking question. All the time. So we are trying to tell you to do this shit. Kanye West, go dig in the fucking crates. Stop making techno music. Stop making fucking world music. You're hip-hop. The reason why you're rich is because of hip-hop. Do it for hip-hop. Stop talking about this fashion shit. Fashion, hip-hop has its own fashion. Why do you want to be on the runways of Paris? Why do you want to be on the runways of London? Why do you want to be on the New York City fashion show? Do, do your fashion show in the Bronx in on Chicago. Cedar Avenue. In Chicago. Do it in Chicago. Do your own fashion Do it show. on Cedric and Cedar. Do the fashion show up in the BX where, where, where hip-hop which spawned you. And you want to do your fashion shows here in New York City downtown with Ann Wintour and all these fashion people that nobody knows who the fuck they are. Do that shit on the south side of Chicago. You keep talking about you're from Chicago, you're from Chicago. Why aren't you doing your fashion shows in the hood? Why? Why? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why is it down there with the fucking whiteheads? Break it down. And stop running up on stage and stealing cats' thunder and stealing their moments. Yo, you can't hold Beck's jockstrap when it comes to musicality. That guy plays all his fucking instruments. 
You cannot hold Beck's fucking jockstrap. The guy plays the drums, the guitar, the fucking clarinet, the fucking... I don't know if he plays all that, but he plays every... He, all the instruments on his album, he did it. And you're saying the artistry of what he did, and you never... You know what he admitted? When he made that fucking thing at the Grammys, he never heard Beck's album. I don't give a fuck about Beck. Damn. And you ran up on him. If M.O.P. won the Grammy... You wouldn't have ran up there. And I don't care if MOP made it the worst fucking record they've ever. Yep. You wouldn't have run up there With on them. My Brownsville brothers, Fizzy Womack and them. You would never be caught on the stage with them motherfuckers. Disrespecting their moment. Right. I don't give a fuck if they made the shittiest album. If the Wu-Tang Clan won the Grammy, you wouldn't have fucking... And you thought that Beyonce should have won it. What the fuck were you going to do? Run up there with Ghost? Are you her spokesperson? You're not her husband. Sit your ass down, man. Sit your ass down or run up there when M.O.P. Yeah. wins that shit or do it to some of these young dudes, some of these young ASAP dudes. They're not, yo, they're not going to have that bullshit. Action Bronson and those, they're not having that yo. bullshit. Ghostface Killer, you go up there with, yo, he's going to kick you in your fucking head. And On he's not, national television. And when he kicks you, he's not wearing no fucking Yeezys. He's wearing some fucking Timberland boots because Ghost is on that hip hop shit. He's not wearing some $350 fucking Star Trek fucking troop suit bullshit. And the leotards. The fucking leotards and the kilts. What about some, You might as well make long johns. Make some fucking but, long yeah, johns. Yeah, for the winters and shit. Yeah, my, my. Yo, these are, these are $475 long johns. That's what I need. <laughs> you won't feel shit. You won't feel shit. Your fucking balls will be secure. Do that. Yep. $100 t-shirts and all that. He made $100 all-white t-shirts. Get the fuck out of here, man. I man, get the fuck out of here with that $100 bullshit. $100 t-shirt? Get the fuck out of here. So, Kanye, you need to cut the bullshit. Put out some good music. Put out some fucking hip-hop music. Because the fucking music, you keep the culture, the culture. It's suffering. Because fucking great artists like yourself, great musicians like yourself have abandoned hip-hop. You've abandoned right. what made you who you are. You want to expand and expand upon. He said. And we're losing the funk. We're losing the funk. You're losing that funk. And we're losing gonna, the soul. And we're going to throw your ass away in a few minutes. Yeah, and you're going to be old too in a yeah. minute. And you're going to be out of the fucking mix. We like funky beats to make our heads nod. Funky beats to make our heads nod. Yeah, not I techno wanna, bullshit. Not no fucking tech. We're not in Israel. No disrespect to my people over there. We're not in Greece. Don't make music for people in Greece. Make music for the people that are walking the streets and freezing their fucking ass off. This is the I Am Rappaport Podcast, and we'll be right back after this. Yo, that was I got riled up with the Kanye shit. Yo, you should. So, a great, 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 great fixture in New York sports, Anthony Mason... Played for the Knicks during the 90s. Queens bred. Yes. Passed away of a heart attack. He's a very big dude. You know, I saw Anthony Mason at the Jets game earlier this year. And you just, you know, he's so big, but you just didn't look healthy. So, unfortunately, heart, heart failure. This, this is a guy that represented New York on those great, Early 90s, later 90s Knicks teams. Yes. A fucking guy with 6'6. He must have weighed 270, 280. Built like a fucking brick truck. Yeah. Shit house. Yeah. I read a quote. Somebody said, watching Anthony Mason play basketball was like watching a truck do ballet. Yeah, yeah. 
I thought that was great. That that, was that, that, that really, somebody said that on, on, on Twitter. Watching Anthony Mason play basketball was like watching a truck ba- play ballet. He, he, at one point, was the point guard for the Knicks. When Don Nelson was the coach. And he, he was like a, literally like a defensive lineman. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Tough. Personified. Personified yeah. New York. Yeah. Personified everything that's good about New York. Personified everything New Yorkers strive to be tough, hard-nosed, never give up, never say die, all-purpose, rugged New Yorker. Yep. During those teams, John Starks, Charles Oakley, yep. Patrick Ewing. Derek Harper, Greg Anthony. Yeah. Greg Anthony. I mean, this was a team that you could stand behind. This is a team, and this is why like certain players like John Starks will always have a career with the Knicks and always have a, 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 a job in New York because, yo, it wasn't, this guy won't even be mentioned in one of the all-time greats, but for New Yorkers, the way he played – how hard he played yeah. that whole team and Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley. You didn't want to come down the lane with Anthony Mason. He looks like he could fuck shit up. He was about it. Tough, hard nosed basketball, which is what New Yorkers like. That's all we want. You, we, 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 of course we want titles. Of course we want to win but at the end of the day, you could stand behind the team that fucking goes down on its shield. Yeah. And Anthony Mason represented all that shit. He, he, he had great ball handling skills for a big guy. Great passing skills for a big... He played point forward. He was 200... Yeah. He had to be at some point 280 fucking pounds. 6'6". Six, six. He had good handle. Good handles. He could shake. He could, he, could, he could do all that shit. He's in the post. Had a nice little jump shot. Uh, enforcer. Set smashing picks and just, you know, passed away too soon, man. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's, it's sad and it's, it's scary because you, you start to think like, like, yo, he's 48. I'm 45. I went to a Miami heat game once the heat were playing the Utah jazz. And at this point, Pat Riley had left the Knicks. Right. And at one point, Anthony Mason went down there. He was actually an all-star. Right. With and Miami. a six-man yeah. of the year down there, I think. Uh-huh. He was second on the team in scoring. But I went to this game on, on a humble. They were playing against Carl Malone and them. And I had loved Mason. And, and he had seen me at games. He, he, I had met him in passing before. I never knew him. But he knew I was a New York dude and I was a Knicks fan. I was talking so much shit. Carl Malone had thrown an elbow at somebody. And I was like... Mason was right in front of me. I had great seats, and I was like, do that shit to Mace. You're not doing that shit to Mace, Carmelo. You don't want to do that shit to Mace. And at one point, Mace literally turned around and laughed at me and winked at me. And Pat Riley had heard me talking so much shit, I got an invite over to his house for dinner. Damn, what? I was, I was going hard, but it was really, I wasn't talking shit pro-Miami more than I was. I was fucking on Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Ma- he wasn't doing any of that shit to, to fucking... Mace. To Anthony Mason. Nobody yeah. wanted any problems with Mason. If you posed in front of Anthony Mason like you wanted to fight, you're just doing it to save face because that's not a guy. Just his size alone. Yeah, he had he, the fucking biceps. He doesn't bullshit. He had an ass the size of a fucking coffee table. <laughs> I mean, he just wasn't built for basketball, but, but he was light on his feet and just... And just seemed to love playing, seemed to and love playing for the Knicks. You know, if you're from New York and he was in the CBA first and, 
you know, played overseas, I yeah. think, in Turkey. And then you play for the Knicks and you're from Queens. Like, he really, like, you could feel like he was, like, a New Yorker playing for a New York team. And he appreciated it. And in the deep in the playoffs and against Mike. Michael Jordan yeah. and Reggie Miller. Those, they got the better of those Knicks teams. But, yo, you that left was, there yeah. not wanting to come back. Yeah. So, Anthony Mason, listen, man. Your family, great New Yorker. Proud to have you as a Nick. Proud you represented New York so well. And it's just, uh, it's just disappointing, man. It's disappointing somebody so young and that somebody, somebody that meant so much to so many people, yeah. you know, had to go. Because Anthony Mason, you were definitely, yo, you're a legend in New York. Yeah. And shit, we appreciate you here at the I Am Rapport podcast because you played basketball the way we would hope to play basketball. All right, all right. This is the I Am Rappaport Podcast, and we're back. Warren Sapp, man. I'm a fan of his. Me too. Great NFL player, Hall of Famer, right? Hall of Famer. But he wasn't acting like a Hall of Famer. What did he do? Sitting at the bar in Phoenix after the Super Bowl. Yeah. He is accompanied by two whores. (laughs) And he... Drinks with them, buy some drinks. And then he says, oh, the bar, the bar is closing. Uh, you come up to my room. Wrong. Right? So they go up to his room. These are two little hustlers, right? They, they got a mark. And he gives them $300 a piece for sex acts. Allegedly. Allegedly. I read the police report. This is what it says. Allegedly. Allegedly. So... He films one of them giving him a uh, mic check. The cops. A mic check or also. Dome, skull, brain. <laughs> Everybody listens to the show. So you have to fucking. Uh, see, old timers, we just say what it is. Right? But Which young, is what? Hey, we know what it is. But right, we know what I it is. I like the youngsters that say skull. Right, give me some skull. Right, brain. <laughs> right? It's so vulgar. Right, but it's, it's good. so vulgar, man. So he, he films this. Damn. And then things go awry for some reason. But this is where I differ. Give that woman whatever money she asks. Right. Why fight with these yeah, bitches? Yeah, why, why, you, why are you trying to... If they really? ask, if you give them three hundred, and they, and they say, try Yo, to, you know what, we want the five hundred. You got five hundred, and I'll give you five. I'll give you five, and you five, and fuck the, the the sex. Just get the fuck out of the room, and and I'll give you money for a cab home. See, you he's fighting up. with these bitches. He's fighting with them in the hallway, butt ass. He's the police report said he was naked in the fucking hallway. Shit. But luckily, the door, his door hadn't closed and locked. But he was in the hallway for a minute fighting with these bitches naked. And then somebody said, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, one of them old time white motherfuckers in Phoenix, right? Then they called the cops and that's it. Subsequently, job lost. Everybody's fucking bailing just to just to try to get a mic check. Right. And then, and then if they're going to hustle you, you just got hustled. 
You, you got to take that L. They're not going to try to fucking, they're not trying to kill you. They probably wanted more money. Right. And you should have said, you're already fucking up by dealing with prostitutes. And he forcing them with, out of the room. I'm not with that. The pro, I've never, yeah. that's never been my, 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 my jag. After the Super Bowl, you mean to tell me in your years of playing in the NFL, you ain't got a side piece in Phoenix? Something. Something where you could be you trustworthy. Who gonna bring hoes to their room, son? And then argue with them butt ass in the hallway. And be forcing them outside. Give them what they want. Go to the ATM and say, yo, I'm gonna give y'all extra. Right, yo. Y'all cool. Y'all front. Cool. Front. This guy having a fist fight with these bitches in the hallway. Butt ass. <laughs> You're supposed to lose everything. You, you, you know what's amazing about this conversation that we just had about Warren Sapp? I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, but I'll bet you some fucking listeners do. What? The the conversation we just had with Warren Sapp about him getting a mic check, mm. dome, mm. brain, skull. We have not said the word loaf. You see? We have not said the word loaf. We said Warren Sapp was in the hallway. Butt ass. Naked. But we did not say with his loaf out. See, and that's why the I Am Rappaport podcast is special. I just, I hate to toot our own horns, but we, we, we could go a whole conversation without saying loaf. And then we could also take that conversation into another conversation, which is actually about loaves, and say the word nine or ten times within... 50, 60 seconds. And that is something to me that I am proud of that this, this, this podcast does. No other podcast. We, we could actually have a, a, a segment of the show called Loaf Talk. <laughs> and it's no Bruno. Do you Word. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So what is the, what is the, the fallout, the aftermath of Warren Sapp being in the hallway butt-ass with, with, with the jump-off chicks. NFL Network said goodbye. Yeah. Some other sponsors he was doing said, we can't have a fucking guy representing our company who's fucking soliciting prostitutes. Shit. Just for some $20 blowjob, you're going to lose your livelihood and things that you love to do because you wasn't rocking it right. If you don't got a piece in Phoenix... You gonna fuck with street hoes and bring them up to your room? You d- deserve to be fucking uh, 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 filleted. That's a dumb move. <laughs> you deserve to be filleted like a fish out there, yo. Damn. You put yourself out there, and Damn. now and you filming these. You filming these hoes. Why are you filming it? Also, you, how old are you? You filming these hoes. Who, who films their shit this, these days? You're you're you're. What well, you gonna watch it on the plane, motherfucker? You're filming yourself with prostitutes. You're you're thirty something years old. For what? To well, you show, show that to? To show your man? Show Tio? To show your boy? Like, <laughs> yo, look what I was doing with these prostitutes. Come on, man. Yeah. See, see. Yo, come on, man. Come yo, on, I, yo, yeah. you get a wigger, please, yeah, man. Yeah. Warren Sapp. Yo, I, I'm sorry. You get a wigger, please, behind that shit. You're bugging, man. Wilder. Like the fact that you're with prostitutes is whack. The fact that you're filming yourself with prostitutes is just bugged out. And then you had to give it to the uh, arresting officer. Oh, shit, so man. Him, for him and to look. And the fact that, that you let things get awry 
and we're in the hallway. Somehow you 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 got into the hallway butt ass. <laughs> like how does that happen? You couldn't just throw on some shorts. Like in during the argument, so you that means he was fighting big time. Yo, if you were in the if you're in the hallway butt ass, you're you're in a fucking in a melee. You're in a deep deep situation exactly. because I got to tell you, in '96, the earthquake in Los Angeles. That's an earthquake. Was with my girl, right? Same girl I got now. Wasn't with her. Was with. I don't want to get into that. What up, Dunn? The earthquake hit. The fucking house was shaking and baking, r- rattling and rolling. Shit, I've never been scared. In shit, she literally pulled me out of the bed. I was in a t-shirt, okay, and my fucking loaf. Bingo! There it is again. Was out. The, the house was shaking, shaking, shaking. I mean, it was fucking scary. Things were falling out of cabinets. It was scary. During this time, my neighbor from upstairs, Jennifer, came downstairs in the apartment. She was banging on the door. Michael, Michael, Michael. Get the fuck out of here. So she was like, help, help. Before I went to the door with my shirt off, during the earthquake, I put on my fucking shorts. I had them near the bed. So when I answered the door for Jennifer, who consequently had a bloody face, my loaf, ding, 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 I did it again, was covered. Mm -hmm. So Warren Sapp. You mean to tell me within the, 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 the fighting and arguing with these women, you couldn't put on some sweats, some underwear. You were butt ass. You're in the Hall of Fame. Yep. In the hallway. It was a melee. It, it was, was a fucking <laughs> bum rush is what it was. You couldn't grab shit. You, you know got to get these this bitches out the room. This is what I think might have happened. This is what I think might have happened. Okay, I don't know. But if I was doing a guesstimate. We can gather. Go. He was getting his... Mic check. He was getting some skull, some brain. Yeah. Some neck. Yeah. And <laughs> he was filming them. And I think the whole beef was around that. And the girls was like, what the fuck is you doing, motherfucker? And he was like, nothing, nothing. It was like, no, motherfucker. Yeah, You're filming this shit. That's how it gets shit. out of hand. That's, how, that's what happened. But still within all that, number one, I would have told the girls, you know what? I was filming. You know what? Take my phone. Delete my phone. How much did I say I was going to give you? Yeah. And I would have calmed the shit. situation. Yeah. He probably was belligerent with them. Like, and then, fuck y'all. And then the chicks are like, no, fuck you. Yeah. And they start making them a, a ruckus in there. And, and he's like, calm down, him, calm yeah. down. And maybe they're like trying to kick him in his loaf. They, he said, the police report said, uh, the white chick spit in his face. And that's when he got belligerent. Yo, even if a white chick spits in my face, <laughs> I'm not going to be in the a hallway. I'm not going to be in the hallway butt ass. I'm not going to make it into the hallway butt-ass because if you are in the hallway butt-ass and you get locked out, then you're really in a vulnerable mm. position. Then, then you're going to be like walking down the hallway <laughs> butt-ass. With, with your loaf out. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. ding, ding. And you're going to have to go knocking on other people. And then you're already fucked up in the game. I'd so break the door. Once, you leave, once you're in the hallway with your loaf out, you're, you're, in, you're, in, like, you're, you're in trouble of something bad happening. You're in deep shit. You're in deep shit. So you sh- you fucked up by letting it get that far. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast. I'm with my my co-host. G Monetti in the place to be. Back from Bangkok. We are, we are sponsored by the American Giant Clothing Company. American Giant Clothing Apparel. Homemade in the United States. Well-crafted. Well-made. I'm proud to say that, I, that I'm doing some other work with them. I directed a, a short film. That was fantastic. It's coming. People are going to see it on Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach. And the Wild Card Boxing Gym. Great trainer. And we'll have exclusive. They made an exclusive Wild Card 
American Giant hoodie. Maybe we give one away. I got to speak to my people. That maybe we give one away. They, they've only made, they didn't even make 500 of them. They're fucking beautiful, tough, fucking rugged, well-made, good zippers, strong laces, manly, womanly, well-crafted sportswear. The American yes. Giant Clothing Company champion can't fuck with this shit, yo. This is the I Am Rap Four Podcast. We'll be right back. See, I am Rappaport Podcast. We're rocking hard. I, I fucking was listening to you, man. Yeah, you heard me, right? I heard you in Bangkok. You you heard me over there when I you you missed the All-Star game. People are still coming up to me about the All-Star game. There's one thing you fucking went in on. Oh, what what was it? Thanks. But you kind of glossed over Oh, this what shit. was it? This Brian Williams character. Oh man. Okay. This, this is a lion motherfucker. Speak on it. Give he the context. Said, Give the context. He, he said he was in the helicopters that took fire in Iraq. Damn. Right? The motherfuckers that was in that helicopter said he didn't come. He came in another helicopter an hour later. Right. Now, NBC finds this shit out. You know what this motherfucker says? Listen, listen to the arrogance of Brian Williams. Which is what? Oh, I'm going to take myself off the air. Oh, you get to determine to the bosses your punishment after you lying and your credibility is shot. And you're going to tell the boss, I'm going to punish myself for three days. You see, I would give him the truth. You're fired, motherfucker. <laughs> That's the truth. You've been lying all the fucking time. Now you're fucking fired, asshole. And here's the truth. That's the real truth. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he lied. Yo, why is that motherfucker? Yo, bro, I like Brian Williams too. I fuck with Brian Williams. Yo, is he? he he's coming back. I think because they know when he comes back, he'll be more popular than ever. That's why they're not firing him. No, That's they may. Why. No, they're not going to fire. A lot him. of his stories that they're finding out are bullshit. Allegedly. The old timers in Red... He said he got stuck up in Red Bank, New Jersey. Red Bank, New Jersey is like Malibu. The old timers there said, yo, that's hard to believe. We, ne- we didn't have a crime in this fucking community in 40 years. Is that where he grew up? Yeah, he said, yo, somebody stuck a gun in his face and took... So now they're questioning that? They're already fucking... Uh, they're-, they're not going to fire him. I'm telling you they're not going to fire him. This is my prediction because when he comes back, the ratings are going to be through the roof. Right, of course. And if he goes to another network, then they get to benefit from it. So they're going to be like, you know what? We're going to put him on ice for a few months. I don't know how long. And they're going to put him back. He's going to be back. Fuck. America likes Brian yeah, Williams. Yeah, of course. This guy's lying. But he's a lying motherfucker. Yeah, man. Why don't you guys just have me and Gerald do the news? <laughs> just feed us the information. And we're going to tell shit. And we're going to fuck it up a lot of times. And, and we're going to miss misrepresent things and we're going to not fact check and we're going to say things wrong and we're going to give partial truths and, and partial fucking stories but it'll be fun and entertaining don't you think i know it would be i want to be fuck cable fuck these podcasts i want to get on fucking nbc news you and me let's go for the big time why limit ourselves to oh we're just for the podcast i think we should put it out there Okay, we put it out there that we wanted to fuck with Snapple. We put it out there that we want to fuck with New Balance. We put it out there that we want to fuck with our real sponsor, American Giant. 
We want to put it out there now that we want to be on fucking NBC News. Is yeah. that far-fetched dream? I have a dream. Yeah, Black History Month. I've done so much in the podcast world. Me and Gerald are ready <laughs> for fucking prime time. We want to do the NBC nightly news at 6.30. Word. Is that, is that, is that, can that happen? Somebody need to fucking make it happen, Make man. it happen, man. We will do shit. a good job, man. We will do a good job fucking, we'll, we'll, we'll get you the news we'll, and we'll have a good time. We'll do man on the street shit. We'll go, imagine you and me, we go to like Turkey. <sighs> Woo. You and me, we go to fucking like Israel. You talk about comedy. That'd be a good show. You talk about comedy. That would be a really good show. We should do the nightly fucking news. I'm putting it out there. This is the I Am Rapport Podcast. We out.